Hola! Welcome everybody back to another episode of Two Bros and a Beard. My name is Asad. My name is Ibrahim. Welcome back everyone. Hello. How's everybody doing? I hope everyone's having a fine day. Um, if you aren't. Yeah, you If you are, us. hello. <laughs> uh, so today, I don't know, we're just, me and Ibrahim were just vibing. We just came back from uh, going out with our friends. We went to this, uh, oh actually, we, we talked about it last episode, didn't we? Going to Ricky's? We've talked about it many times. Well, this specific time, we actually did go do that. Uh, we went to Ricky's Chicken and, dude, the entire... If, if any of y'all know that Idris Elba meme of... Uh, of hot him, ones of hip hot ones, I was like that, not because it was spicy, but because I was so full of food. And every single bite, every sip of a drink just felt like I was intentionally nearing myself. Ibrahim put his hand on my shoulder one time and he was like, I said, it's enough. You need to stop. And I was like, but I can't. It's just so good. And I just kept sipping my iced tea and eating my fried chicken, uh, hot chicken, hot chicken. And that was it. Was really good, man. I, I I've noticed that like when we say we're gonna do things on the podcast, it always happens, yeah, regardless of like happens. how long it takes. Like for example, that wacky cake that we were talking about last episode, I made it. Sick invite. Oh, I there, I left some for you. I'm sure you did. And it's really good. It's like nice and cold. Is it just like uh, the wacky cake? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the first couple mm. bites when I was making it, especially when the bread was cooling, it was not. It didn't really taste like wacky cake at all. But then, it's also because I, I think I put a lot more icing. The way I did it was, you're supposed to make it in an eight by eight baking sheet or baking pan, but mine is a five by five, so it was very tall. How dare! Which is good, but that means that a lot of the icing wasn't spread. Yeah, the ice. The recipe for the icing means that it's spread thinly across an 8x8, but I condensed it into a 5x5. So there's a lot of icing. It takes away from that school flavor. But if you actually get in the get in the middle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it tastes exactly like school. Did you flip it over and put chocolate milk? No. I will try that with the remaining pieces I have left. How dare But you. it was so nice. It also felt really good to say I'm going to do something. And then literally the next day, like because we record these on Fridays, post them on Friday night or Saturday morning. I woke up and I was like, that is exactly what I'm doing. Literally while I was sleeping, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get all these ingredients, blah, 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 blah. Your dream was like just a baking show. You're like, okay, today, everyone, we're going to be making wacky cake. No, absolutely. So it felt really good to like have a, have a goal and then immediately uh, like accomplish it. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. And the cake turned out phenomenal. Great way to end Ramadan. Great way to celebrate Eid. And um, go on to the go on to the next like last bit of the semester because... Uh, now we're in the finals season. Last week. And um, it's getting tense. It's getting rough. Well, no, as this, as this comes out, it's not finals. Uh, when this comes out, it should be the last day of finals. No. Yeah, this will come out next Friday. No, because we have last episode. Yeah, that will come out today. Oh, wait, yeah, we're only one ahead. Never yeah, we're, we're a little behind. But, yeah, so that means that this will be behind. We're on time. Which is still technically on time. We are so ahead that now we're just Listen, a little bit less ahead. we make the schedule for ourselves. That is also true. If we want to take a nine-month break and come back and be like, surprise! Surprise! We could. We could. So, the, that was really nice. And um, studying from all my exams just has me remembering, like, how... When I start the semester, I think I talked about this. When you start the semester, you go in with the game plan. But none of that game plan includes actually knowing the content. It's just about how to get nope. through it as fast as possible. Yep. And I'm really feeling that. So now I have to like review and like go they in actually, there. Now you actually have to teach yourself. I actually have to teach myself. Yeah. Um, and make sure. My, my chemistry exam is 70 questions long. Aye. Granted, we get two hours. So that's a minute and a half per question. So it's not, not awful. 
But then, like, that means you can miss a good amount of questions be fine. But it also means that some questions will suck my time. Like, if I have any questions around, like, calorimetry, do you remember that thing we did at the end of physics? We have MCAT and then MCAT, and you have to find the specific heat and the temperature oh, yeah, and all yeah. that. We're also doing that in chemistry. That. Those take, like, two or three minutes each if you're not doing it, like, super quickly. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. So that might take a long time. Doing, like, orbital diagrams and, like, resonance frequencies. Ew. Yeah, those are rough. But then some of the other math stuff, I just need a good calculator and a good sense of, like... Basically, 80% of the math and chemistry is um, dimensional analysis. Remember that we, we used to do that? Yeah, yeah, Take a unit and then just do, like, something over something, something over something, cancel all the units. Yeah. It's basically like that. Um, and then there's like this extra 10% where they're like, oh, yeah, E equals MC squared. Or, Why? like, E <laughs> equals HC. Or E equals H nu. Or HC over lambda. Or H equals H nu. Or um you know the Rydberg equation or something like that some other stuff it feels good i mean now that i'm saying it out loud i'm repeating mm-hmm. some of this it helps and i think i mentioned this in a sorry i'm talking a lot no, no, fear, no, fear. i mentioned this in an episode a while back but um i think that's why i know i learned the best that way when we were in high school because i would teach you guys yeah, yeah. Cause I would, so I, I'd have to know it and then I'd have to say it in a confident way enough for y'all to know it and I couldn't screw it up because I would F y'all up even more, right? If a teacher makes it more confusing and the content's already confusing, that's just confusing squared. So, and also interacting with people, just the whole thing and made me learn. So now that I'm doing this all by myself, just reading yeah. and taking notes, it's a lot harder to um, be confident. You know, in high school, I didn't need to memorize anything. I would, I, or I rather, I didn't need to try. It would all just come... And now I'm just sitting there like, okay, okay, I can take the L on these questions. I don't really need to worry about them. These ones I'm going to have to actually try on. And not to mention, my calculus exam is on the same day as my chemistry exam. And that is my Calc 3 exam, uh, which is a comprehensive makeup. So that's also going to be like a big test to study for. Yeah, my math test is kind of my own. My calculus test is the only class that I'm actually worried about just because I didn't learn too well from this class. And... It's the final and it's comprehensive. And he was like, there's 21 topics that we talked about. We're going to be getting tested over 15. Hmm. Which 15? No one will know. Weird. Is there a review? My man's with a ch- with his full chest said, I don't know one professor that gives a math review for his final. And I was like, you're an idiot. I think he might be right. Because even my professor... Excuse me. He does a review, but what he does is he basically just sits there, and then he says, "Okay, ask me questions." No, but he doesn't actually have a thing. So you study, you learn the terms, you no, know what I, you're looking for. I've had college algebra, pre-calculus, calculus one, whatever, all the way up to where I am now. Professors have done not like in-class reviews per se, but like they'll give like a exam review. Interesting. So I'm like, let me. I know people do reviews. He's like, are your notes not good enough to study? No, they aren't, because we're following what you put on the board. And you like to repeat yourself four times over, and then out of nowhere, you're rushing yourself, because we have an hour and 15 minutes in this class twice a week. Oh, I have uh, an hour and 50 minutes, so I don't know whether that's better or worse. Uh, Two hours of straight calculus is sometimes... Bro, I have to take four hours of straight calculus, bro. Sometimes. Yeah, but that was... Actually... That was worse. I don't know, cause like certain parts are easier, but then certain parts are calculus two at four at uh, eight a.m. until twelve for four hours oh, during the summer for five weeks. Yeah, that was on you, Doug. Yeah, that was on me. That was on you. I thought I could big brain it, just get out of the way. Turns out calculus two is the hardest math you're ever gonna take. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to differential equations and all the other ones. I'm looking forward to just graduating. 
That is the end goal, man. Yeah. That is the end goal. We're, didn't we talk about that in the car when we were driving back from uh, the college meeting thing? We were like, dude, we just yeah. need to graduate. Yeah. We just need to get out and then we'll be chilling. And apparently one of my friends was talking to another mechanical engineer and everybody likes to say this. And that mechanical engineer told him that you don't use any calculus. You don't use any linear algebra. You just use basic math, physics, and then a little bit of like yeah. engineering physics. And I was like, dog, y'all need to get your story straight. Like as mechanical engineers, y'all just got to freaking decide. Do you use your major or do you not use no, your major? My, my brother, he graduated with a mechanical engineering degree and he's currently working for a, he's working as like an engineering consultant. Not like a consultant, but like on the engineering side of the business for like a solar power company, uh, solar power, solar company, solar company. Mm. Um, and like he draws designs like, okay, there's need to be like 10 kilowatts coming here and blah, blah, blah. He draws all that out, right? Physics, two circuits. Right. He's like, there's a couple like things every now and then that might pop up, but I'm, I can just always Google it. I barely ever use what I learned in my degree. Yeah. And then I talked to uh, this girl that I had in class like last year. She was like a... I think her brother was a physics major and then he went on and got his master's and i'm like okay she goes yeah when i asked him to help me with physics oh no she was in our class yeah, yeah i forgot her name was um she was like well, yeah when i asked him to help me with physics he was like i don't remember any of this because oh, yeah. none of this uh, none of this uh, came up and like in my real like life so i don't know that's why i just gotta finish college yeah i think college more and more is just becoming the barrier to entry yeah. Rather than like you're actually learning things you need, it's just more like okay, you got to survive this really te- this difficult test, and then if you can, you'll never have to do it again. Dude, comp sci majors. I was, my mom was telling me this. My brother was also telling me this. Uh, they were like comp sci majors and like certain like learning to program, whatever major you need to program and stuff like that. You technically don't even like need to go to like class for that. You can just take an online course or like I don't know youtube it or something like it's not that hard i was saying the same thing to my brother i was like it's really funny because it's one of the hardest majors in a lot of schools yeah like university of texas at austin uh michigan state uh insert ivy league here a lot of them they have really hard comp sci programs but uh, again all the information is like googleable it's just the way that they run the classes and the competitiveness yeah, yeah, yeah. of the it's thing. weird anyway we don't we, we talk about that yeah we don't we we we're trying to get out of the depression college phase and it's slowly soon, getting better. As soon as we get out of like, we have like summer break and all that stuff. What are we going to talk about? We can't break up that college. I don't know. I we think, actually have to stick to topic. <laughs> I think, I think our like topics, if we, when we do get to summer are going to be like really cool. They're like, going to be super weird. They're going to be weird. Yeah. This is yeah. like straight up like random stuff, but it's going to be entertaining. For example, like today we're talking about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Uh, well, ask know, me why. I don't know why. You know what's funny? <laughs> this, this was part of a topic that we wanted to talk about a long time ago, even before Eid. But, we kept forgetting to get to you, this point. You can't talk about the birds and the bees in the middle of Ramadan. Because we talk so much that we just forget to get to these points. Last episode, we had the whole like apartment moving out thing that we yeah. never talked about until like the five minutes towards the end. That was also something yeah, we didn't that want was, to keep going. That was in the list of things we never got to. But what, we, what else we want to talk about was because I had this interaction with my um, uh, students where we were learning. And then all of a sudden they go, hey, what's the birds and the buns? And I'm like, huh? And they're like, the burns and the bands? And I'm like, the birds and the bees? And they're like, yeah, what are they? And I was like, they're animals. And they were like, no, but like, it's like a phrase for something. Because we were doing grammar lessons. So they were in the mood of like phrases. Uh-oh. And like, I was telling you about like all around the world or like uh, in the palm of my hand, things like that. Uh-huh. So they were like, what does birds and the bees mean? And I was like, hmm, how do I explain this? Am I supposed to give them the talk or should I call over their parents? Yeah, see, a lot of, a lot of tutoring, especially nowadays, is... Um, having to have those hard conversations with the kids because their parents don't 
Um, and I thought that was a problem for us, but it's still a problem. Yeah. So a lot of the parents, parents I think, have haven't figured it out yet. I guess some have a nuanced way that they're going about it. Like you know how sometimes when you're a kid, you can just look that they're not going to think about something because it has nothing to do with their life. And then yeah. when they get older, they'll ask you. They're like, "How did I never?" That was a lot of stuff for me. Um, like I didn't know the difference between the genders until way later, and everybody else was making fun of me. And I was like, well, "Guys, I wasn't wondering what's going on under the sheets, bro. I was just chilling." Um, but then there were other things that I asked questions about. I was like, "Hey, mom, dad, how did you guys create?" That's life. definitely gonna come up in Discord. I'm just gonna wait for them to oh, I know. clip it from the from and, the episode. And I, I just, I, I looked at them and I was like, okay, um, basically, the birds and the bees is just kind of like a metaphor. So I wanted to confuse them with metaphors because they haven't fully learned them in school yet. So I was like, yeah. So a metaphor is like when you use some when you describe something without like or as, and a simile is when you use something like and as. And they were like, uh-huh. And I was like, so the bird and the bee, there's no like and as. It's just the birds and the bees. So it's a metaphor. But they don't know what a metaphor stands They don't know metaphors stand for things. So they were just like, oh, it's a metaphor. Yeah, cool. it's a metaphor. Yeah. Cool. Like when my, one of my professors was like, do you understand? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, literally. Except they believed it even harder than we do. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, it's a metaphor. And ask your parents more about what, because they'll know better than me. They'll know better than me. And I, I don't want to give you bad info. And they were like, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Chuck, like freaking bro dabbed, you left and each other they up. walked up to their uh, parents were like dad mom what's the birds and the bees the teacher told me to ask you Doug, i'm accelerating the process uh-huh i've had students who are like hey i my boyfriend wants to do this not nothing weird just like uh-huh. you know like uh talk about teddy bears or something and i'm like you have a boyfriend <laughs> and i'm like do your parents know and they're like nah and i'm like why are you telling me because like when i was a kid bro my mind was like everybody snitches I can't tell anybody True. anything. I had that same mind. These kids are like, dude, you're so cool. You'd never snitch. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, literally. And now, so then I, I, I tell their parents, I'm like, do you know about like what they do? And they're like, no, I'm, they just come back from school. I don't really like, I, I'm too busy. They're usually busy working. So like, I'm busy where I can't really. And I'm like, you should talk to them. You should talk to them. Cause they know a lot. They, 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 they know a lot more than you think. Yeah. So yeah, that, that conversation ended. But then, you were like, yo, wait, hold up. Straight up. Like, why do we call it why the do we, birds I've and the bees? I've never once understood why we call it birds and the bees. And I was going to Google it when we were having that conversation. You so were now like, we return to the research corner of the podcast. You were like, Google nah, things. leave it for the podcast. Because, like, if you think about it, the only the only possible connection uh, there could be is that birds and bees both love nectar. And if I didn't you know think what I about mean, that. If you know what I mean, I'm not. I don't know how graphic we're getting. No, no, you're literally right. They do like nectar, but I, but I, I never thought about it. I, For me, I was always like bees have stingers, and birds don't. So like bees will sting what are you birds. Sting birds? Like they're competing over a flower or something. A bee will sting a bird because a bee can poke the. But bird. then that's competing. That's not like. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, how I you also doing? agree with you. I never understood the phrase. How are you doing? Anyway, <clears throat> according to rolling up my uh, yeah, Sheikh Google, Imam Google. Um. Okay. So this is from LiveScience.com. Right. The most trustworthy science yeah, news article. Yeah, we articles. only, only go to the most trustworthy. Actually, for a lot of the products in high school, I used LiveScience because oh I was just like, they didn't ask for peer-reviewed articles. They just reviewed, like, any scientific stuff. And I was like, shoot, up, say less. And then I used SiteFast. And I just, by the way, by the way, pro tip for any of my essay writers out there, don't use any APA websites that cite stuff for you except SiteFast. The website looks janky. But it's like 10,000 times faster than every other citing website. You can enter stuff manually. 
and it's just so much smoother with no ads. Trust me, it'll be a lot more worth it. SiteFast, sponsor me. Okay. The phrase the birds and the bees is a term used to explain the mechanics of reproduction to younger children, relying on the imagery of bees pollinating and eggs hatching to substitute for a more technical explanation of this megjewel intercourse. It is a metaphorical story. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a metaphorical story sometimes told to children in an attempt to explain the mechanics of the results of schmegual intercourse through reference to easily observed natural events. So basically, the bee pollinates the flower and the bird lays the egg. So the bee is half the process, pollinating the flower, and then the bird is laying the egg, which is the other half of the process. So it's not necessarily male female, it's more like one half the other half. I mean, I guess, but females also don't lay eggs, they just drop a baby. do though they lay an egg they grow the egg in the inside and then lay it is it an egg it's a kid's thing it's not supposed to be that technical it's just but if to... you're gonna choose something right choose something right if you're trying to make it like... well see that's why i see the nuts and the bolts because that just makes more sense the nuts and the bolts yeah the first nuts and the bolts appeared in the middle of the 1400s the bolts were just screws when a match was found between a nut and a bolt, they were kept together until they were finally assembled. So basically, yeah, just a nut and a bolt screw on together, and then they stay together. It's like when people say you're cuffed whenever you get married. Yeah, I guess nuts and the bolts is not necessarily for children. It's more just like when you get married, you, you know. Yeah. You know. Wow, I just took off my glasses, and the whole world's blurry. Anyway. I can see the, the dent in the side of your head. Yeah, I wear these glasses the all the light time. is, like, shining right nicely on it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it looks beautiful, Ibrahim. I'm it amazing. looks beautiful. What other innuendos are there? Like other like like short metaphorical like things. Shoot. There's the birds and the bees, and that's the bolts, and then there's like across the pond. I hate across the pond. <laughs> I hate the cross the pond. Uh, uh, shoot. I mean, let's see. Famous innuendos. Why is it called an innuendo? Well, an innuendo is more like a joke. Sounds kind of funny. Innuendo. Innuendo. In how do you spell that? I have no clue how to spell that. I don't know. Uh, metaphors for sex. Huh? I said the word. He said the S word. Funny business. Afternoon delight. Knocking boots. A bit of how's your father? What? What? A bit of how? Huh? A bit of how's your father? Ain't no way I'm walking up to a girl and like, hey, you wanna go get a bit of your father? Ooh. Oh, I understand it now because you know, like X Y chromosome. I don't think I do. And like, you're gonna get a little bit of you because gene, uh, genes and DNA and all that. Shaking the sheets. Shaking Am- the sheets. Amorous Congress. Every time in the sheets. Yeah, yo. Okay. Make the beast with two backs. Baby got back. That's gross, dude. That's gross. This line from Shakespeare's crafty Lego and Othello dates back to the 1500s and paints quite the picture. Yeah, because it's like making one monster that's connected. Ooh, man. Shoot twixt wind and water. Shoot your jizz and out you is. If the, if the pick don't spit, a quit. Oh, God. Yeah, that's the good Karl one. Karl Marx once said. Make which, a whoopee. Karl Marx once said. Social progress can be measured by the social position of of the female sex. <laughs> that's what I ended up getting in my research. That's that's crazy. That's 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 so profound. Profound. Horizontal refreshment. Do the deed of darkness. Oh wait, go back, go back. Horizontal refreshment. Horizontal refreshment. What does that even mean? A late eighteen hundreds vibe that makes us kind of thirsty. 
When were all these came out? Came out like it's it telling me the dates for all of them, but it's not giving like a good explanation about like what it means. Grope for trout in a peculiar river. I've heard this one. I've never heard of that one before. Like people are like, for example, if you were you know having fun time, right, hot girl summer, I'd be like, yo, Ibrahim, you've been groping for trout in a peculiar river. That's like the most undercover way of saying it. Like, if Mama or Baba were around, I'd use that one. <laughs> Boy, we have a Shakespeare quote, and in the 1600s, it was created. Um, as a first fishy reference, we can't say we're a fan of it and pave the way for the, all the ocean bound references to come, not to mention giving those people with the female organ paranoia, about uh, something involving the action for generations. Cheers. Will. man. Yeah. William, William really did it, bro. All right. My, Ooh. my history is not going to be weird and my ads are going to be full of uh, stuff that I definitely won't need right now. I looked up the same thing you looked up, right? Yeah. For some reason, I'm getting the weirdest things on Earth. What are you getting? I need more sex, okay? Before I die, I want to taste everyone in the world. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, so anyway. So anyway, the Birds and the Bees. Podcast, um, um, I never understood why it's called Birds and Bees, but like, do I you guess. Know, do you know how you're going to like talk about it with your kids when you're older? Or how you're not going to talk about it? Back that up again. Have, did you ever have that conversation with your parents? Oh, because I never got that my was conversation. A good point. Um, I think I talked about it one time, but I literally like went out to my parents and I was like, "How did this happen?" But I was I didn't know what. It How was. did this happen? I was Why? Just, I was just Where is she? Like, How are we made? And you know, my parents being religious, they were like, "Oh, Allah just brought you down," and I was like, "Sick." It's crazy. De- you were descended from the heavens. And then, um, like years later, when we did the thing in middle school, right? When they were actually teaching us about what, what everything is, right? What this tube is, what I need to do with it. I was like, Mom, Dad, did you guys did you guys do the thing? And my, my dad just went, yeah. Kind of have to, son. And he just looked at me. Didn't say anything. And I was just like, is there any more information that I can get? And he was like, you don't want to hear it, son. What else? And I was like, I guess nothing. And it never came back up again. Even being in a relationship, my parents have not been like, don't do the thing. They're just like, be a good Muslim. That's all you're going to say. That's all you got to say. <laughs> and, they don't uh, even say, like, be safe, be something, wear a condom. They're just like, be a good Muslim. And you'd think, like, after, like, I don't know, being part of the younger generation's lives for so long, they'd be like, maybe... Maybe we should Maybe say we something. talk about that, Maybe, especially because, like you know, back home, like uh, younger age pregnancy is such a big problem that people should be like, yeah. I mean, maybe we should tell you not to, you know. Son, have you heard of the birds and the bees? Have you ever heard of the nuts and the bolts? What is an Arabic shoot? Have you ever heard of groping for trout in a peculiar river? Horizontal refreshment, if you will. Son, do you ever need a uh, horizontal refreshment? I'm finna go get horizontally refreshed right now. Just oh, give me a second. God, I'm kind of curious. On is what... there a phrase in Arabic for it? I don't, I don't know anything. Know I'm just gonna look up like the actual thing, birds and uh, bees. Do it on Google because the translate will be literal. I mean, no, this one's usually literal. Like in French, there's a, there's a saying like the peanuts are falling from the sky, which means something like um, uh, thing has hit the fan, right? Crap has hit the fan, but it's li- it's not literally the same words. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's this literally just pulls up the same words. Yeah, do it on Google, see what happens. That's all that does. Okay, interesting. Uh, so you can show it to people. Birds and the bees in, in Arabic. Yo, 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 yo. Al-Tayyur wal-Nahl. Okay, so that's the literal. That's the literal. 
It's literally just giving you literal explanation. Literal. I mean, maybe there isn't one thing like that in Arabic. Maybe it's like a different kind of thing. Let me see in Urdu. Birds and the bees phrase in Urdu. Oh, that's so done, dumb dude. Fandi or Shahid ka makia. Pandir Pandi or Shahika Makia. Makia is B. Shahi is guess bird. Pandi means maid. Or bandi, bandi. What the frick? You find it? I mean I found like literally like the birds and the bees in Arabic and like it's saying like uh, which pretty much just means oh, the birds and the bees and bees are the uh, are the way of like the life or like the reason of life and stuff like that. That's how I really found. Wow, which is weird. So I guess it's not Adam and Eve anymore. It's birds and bees, bro. I think that that is the most PC way to explain it to your kids. They're like, yeah, so like you know, birds they lay eggs, bees they pollinate flowers and. Then there's that sweet nectar. You know, flowers are just... That was actually the weirdest part of, like, bio. When our teachers were like, yeah, so flowers are just... And fruits are just... And I was like, wait a second. And then all the boys were like... (laughs) (laughs) So so fruits and and me and... (laughs) And I was like, oh, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Did your your parents... I'm assuming no. No, my parents never gave gave me the talk. I was like... Not even remotely? (laughs) No. Nothing like close. Nothing, bro. What about I, your siblings? No, so nothing. Hmm. I mean, granted, I've never talked to my siblings about it, but I'm not planning on it. But why? I mean, yeah, you're not gonna be like, hey, so um. Hey, so did that tell you anything about having sex? Did you ever miss? And then you did the, you know, the reverse, you know. Did you ever? But, but, um, have you, but you can ask them. You're like, hey, did Baba and Mama ever like talk to you about this? Like, did they ever bring it up to you? I'd rather not. I can't bring that up to my siblings, so I guess you're right. You have younger siblings, so like it's even it's even harder. So like it's I weird. can't even do that. But like going up to an older sibling, like, hey, did Dad ever tell you about the birds and the bees? And they're gonna be like, why? You're gonna go have sex with someone? No, I'm just asking. Then why? No, I mean, you don't. Why are you asking? Huh? Who's I mean, that, that's pretty easy to explain. It's not that it's a person. It's just like you want to know whether your parents talk to you guys about the same thing. You want to know whether they gave you the same education. No, I honestly because it's an ethnic kid problem across the globe. I don't know too many people like like Arabs or Middle Easterns that. Did have the birds and bees? Yeah, me neither. Conversation. Me neither. It's it, it's a joke amongst like all of our people. That, yeah, like it's just not talked about, and you just have to deal with it. I just I don't. I don't want to say I learned it from like the fifth grade video. I just no. There's a like I just watched the fifth grade video, and I'm like, oh, that sometimes happens to me. Cool. And then went on with life because they didn't really talk in the fifth grade. You do ever did you watch the fifth grade video? Yeah, but for us, the fifth grade video was only the boys' parts. Yeah, yeah it was only the boys' parts. For some reason, I heard that the girls get to watch both parts. Yeah, I, and I was like, I want to watch it too. And then sometimes people say the gr- the guys watch the girls and the girls watch the guys because they all know their own, but they don't. I was like, that doesn't make sense either. Uh, yeah, I feel like we should. I feel like they should watch both. We like, should both watch both. Yeah. Maybe not together in the same room. Oh, absolutely by gender, not. Absolutely not. Dude, you know how many times the principals were just straight up like, we will murder you if you laugh, and we still laughed? Bro, we... If we I were remember, in a room with girls, done. Donezo. I remember, like, they were, like, so serious, and all the male teachers were in the room. Mm-hmm. They're like, guys, this is... 
the one time the gym teacher was in a classroom. He goes, guys, this is a very, very important topic. We will not be laughing. If I see you laugh, you're going to be in trouble. There's no recess for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is a very, very serious topic. What are we talking about today? What does it actually call it? I think it was like the... This is the body... The body... The, bo- the male... I thought it was something weird. Male body video? Uh, maybe it was called that, but like... I don't remember what it was called. All I remember... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something the pu- puberty, the puberty video. video. All I remember was all of the boys were getting filed into a room. Me and all my friends were sitting next to each other, and we were like... <laughs> and then, like, I was literally, like, putting my shirt over my mouth, like, trying not to laugh. But then... When I saw my assistant principal, imagine our assistant principal, except like even scarier uh-huh. um, because we were little and they were literally like, yeah, we will literally take away your human rights if you left. And yeah. I was like, okay, I have two choices here. I, I, I be myself or I conform to the system. And I was like, what do I do here? But then I looked over into the corner and then I saw that they had little bags of like deodorant. And like stuff. You got goodie bags. Yeah, we got goodie bags. That, that was the first bags. time I used deodorant from them. So then I was like, Whoosh, I have incentive. I need to. <laughs> so then I did a little bit of both. I made jokes, but they were under my breath, and I laughed, but no one could see it. And then I got the goodie bags. Easy Bro, money. You got goodie bags. Easy money. I just remember like us making like funny jokes whenever like the the the, the pipe would like. There's a there's a literally like a motion picture thing where like the pipe would get hard. And, like, they would, like, talk about it in a video. And all of us guys just laughing. And, like, the teacher turns around and is like, with that mad face, like, are y'all really laughing right now? Did I tell you not to laugh? Why are you guys laughing? And they would pause it, right? To, like, yell at us. They would pause at the worst moments on Earth. And so we would just laugh even more. Yeah, I was like, guys, uh, did you do this before? Like, it's If not you're seeing, well. like, a half-chub wiener, then, yeah, you're not gonna... You're donezo, bro. Yeah. When they did the banana thing, I was like... Why would you do that to the fruit? So then every day for like weeks, I was like looking at all the bananas in my house. And I was like, I can't have this anymore. This is just wrong. Yeah. This is just wrong. But even in high school, like, you know, in the health video, you're supposed to watch the thing that says like, you know, how to put a thing on or like how to keep it clean and we do are. all this stuff. We're supposed to watch we that. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't watch it. And that's because our school district took that out two years before we started high school. Oh, so, I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were actually students in school. Some of their projects at the time were like to bring it back. And I remember I was like, yeah, that's a really good thing. We need like, you know, good sex, sexual education. Uh, but they didn't. So we never got that taught. We were the sex education in our high school. For real, dude. Dishing out advice. We were like, yeah, so you take the flingy and you put it in the flingy. Listen, the way this works, the birds and the bees. Yeah, right? basically the nuts and the bullets, okay? Yeah, So the way it works When you're fishing is... in the river and you're groping for trout, right? Okay, so you just got to use your right hand. Yeah, really make sure you wrap it. it. Don't. Prick any of the skills. What's that one saying? Uh, wrap your willy. Don't get. Don't be silly. I've. N- yeah. I've never heard that one. I remember that one. Wrap your willy. Don't get. Don't be silly. One. Yeah, I remember that one. Man, that was lit. The first time I heard it, I was dying of laughter. <laughs> I don't even remember where I heard it from, but I, I remember that one. I I could not tell you. Hold on, I actually remember. I want to look those up. Wrap your what? Is that also called in the windows? Whatever. They're wrap here? your willy. Don't be silly. The idioms. Oh, that's true. I suck at English, even though I got like almost perfect scores on the star and stuff like that. English does it to the best of us. Wrap your willy, don't be silly. Oops, misspelled silly. I said whatever. Condom slogans. Don't be silly, protect your willy. That's another one. Cage (laughs) Huh, there's so many of them. There's so many. Cover your stump before you hump. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say that one. That's going to be wrong. Read number two. I'm not going to say it out loud. But, like, there's so many on this Reddit thing. Yeah, that one's definitely made by the British. That one just sounds British. Say that one. 
Uh, yeah, don't be silly. Protect your willy. <laughs> okay, I won't tell you guys what it was, but I'll, you can imagine the last word is wrap your whacker. Uh, if you don't, if you can't go wrong, well, you can't go wrong if you shield your dong. That's a good. One. You wanna know my, my my favorite my favorite one? What's heavier, a kilogram of steel or a kilogram of feathers? That's right, it's a kilogram of steel, cause steel is heavier than feathers. That's it. It's my favorite one. Okay. You can see how badly I'm trying to stop talking about this now because the sex is cleaner. It's with just a getting wiener. into this place where. I can't defend any of this anymore. <laughs> no, no, okay, it's the last one, but that's, that was honestly hilarious. Sex is cleaner with a packaged wiener. Hot dogs will never be the same, dude. Looking at all those oh, packaged wieners, Lord, and I'm like, oh, What were we right. expecting when we said we were going to talk about this? Well, that is very true. Given the type of people we know that listen to this podcast. They got to get over it. But also, given the fact that not all of them are caught up, maybe this will be a problem for later us, you know? You know, like, we're going to, like... I don't be- know I don't know if they're scared to tell me or I don't care or something, but they usually just go to you and tell you things. Yeah. I, or, I, it's like, they don't like your take on the world or something, but, like... It's because, Ibrahim, you are a lot harder to um, dismay, you know? Mm-hmm. You just vibe, right? Versus me, I have a weakness. Right, I care about what people think in a bad way, in a good way. So I am the target a lot. I That's guess. okay. I guess. But you know okay. what? You know what? Sex is safer. What is it? Sex, sex is, is cleaner with the yeah. Sex is cleaner wiener. with a package wiener. That's gonna stick in my head. Do you know the thing I'm talking about though? The kilogram of steel and the kilogram of feathers. Like the the little joke people or like the question people ask to see if they can find the difference no nah, no nah, it's well i mean maybe i think it's a or like that joke it's like a joke but it's also like there's this video called from the the show called the limmy show and it's this guy and he's like in scottish he's or, yeah scottish and he's he says that and then his friends come around the corner they're like no they're both a kilogram they're the same way and he like just can't fathom so then they bring out a scale and they're like yeah look they're both the same weight on the scale and he's like but 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 steel it's heavier than feathers and he's like no they're, they're both a kilogram and they just keep trying to talk. It's just so funny. I don't know. It's like that kind of British dry humor that yeah. only certain people appreciate. I, I've tried to introduce this show, which is phenomenal. The Limmy Show. Um, you can only find it on YouTube and weird select places. It's not anywhere anymore. I've tried to introduce that to so many people, but it only slaps with a certain type of person who like who can appreciate a certain type of comedy. Um, and I can understand because British humor is a little dry. It's a little, a little more on the nose. Uh, harder to Harder to digest. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really hoping that uh, someday in the future people don't ask me about this. That they just move on. You know, it's it's a part of life. I think that inherently that's in the nature of the birds and the bees, right? That's that idiom is like it's just life, and uh, you know, we'll figure it out. You deal with it, you move on. You 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 grow up. <laughs> I'm still reading some of these. <laughs> They're the weirdest thing on earth. I don't not even know how people come up with this. Like, what do you have to like be thinking? Well, because people were packaging their wieners, they had a lot of spare time. A lot of spare time to just come up with all the weirdest stuff that you can think of. Oh my lord, bro. What are these? Fine. Read. Read. read I'm not going to read more, read bro. cool ones. <laughs> Avoid a frown, contain your clown. Oh. 
No Glove, No Love. I remember hearing that one, too. But some of these, I'm like, I, I, how? Like, what do you have to come up with? How? And these are all, like, when it, when I Googled it, the first like, link that came up said um, condom, like, condom company slogans. So these are, I guess, like, companies actually coming up with saying, like, those little jokes and stuff so There's like a guy in their HR and PR, and they're just sitting there, and they're like, like, huh, how do we get people what will sell? to buy it? What will sell? No love, no glove. No love, oh, wait, no hold love. on. Hold on. Hey, hold on. We're onto something here. Jake, 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 write that down. Write Jake, that down. Jake, write that down. Put it on the next box. Put it on the next box, quick. God dang it, Jake. You're up for a promotion now. Yeah, like, so weird. Give this guy a raise. So funny, bro. So, back to the, I guess, the original question. What are you, how are you going to, like, introduce it? Or if not, like, what, what, what will you do when you have kids? I'd be like, son. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy and I'm going to walk away. A, I actually have no clue. I've never once thought about good, this. I'm only hoping way. I get a daughter first. That's kind of worse. No. Because daughters, you always have to explain it to them first. Way earlier. Dudes don't really need it until later. But daughters bro, are the ones honestly, that need to know. Every other day, I'm like... Or like whenever I think about it, not really. Like every single time I think about like, do I want a kid for uh, a boy first or like a, a girl first? I'll be like, I'll switch my answer <laughs> like every single time. Yeah. It's really weird. When my sister was, my oldest sister was pregnant, like, she was, like, before, like, we did the whole, like, um, guess the gender reveal thing, she was asking me, she was like, what do you think, like, a boy or a girl? Like, what do you think I got? I'm like, I can't see you with a boy, so I'm gonna guess a boy. She goes, what? How did you come up with that, like, mind process? What? I'm like, yeah, I just don't see you raising a boy as your first son, as your first child, so I think you're gonna get a boy first. And then later on, I figured out it was a boy, and I'm like, I'm just a genius, you know? I'm just, you had just... a 50% shot. Okay, but, like, you got to think about it a little more than just 50%. You got to actually... 50% is pretty clear. It is, yeah. It's like heads or tails. I think, um, I think I changed my answer a lot as well, mostly because I just know how much harder it is to raise girls, like how much scarier it is because of, you know, the freaking world and how weird it is. Um, but I think... Just knowing me and like what my family tells me and everybody, everybody's like, yeah, you will have three daughters. Like you will just mm-hmm. be that dad with a lot of daughters. And I'm like, honestly, I'm fine with that. And we were talking about that, like Disney, oh, weird transition from what we were earlier talking yeah, the about. Birds and the bees, we were talking about kids. like Disney stuff in the car. And, you know, we were like, yo, that'd be so fun to like jam to these songs with your kids. And I was thinking about it and I was like, if I have daughters, like it'll just be me being like the princess dad. Yeah. Like, trying to relate to all the, the, the girl stuff, but loving it, because I couldn't do that when I was a kid, so I'm just like, Dad, oh, yeah, I can do that with my daughters. Dad, we said we wanted sprinkle, uh, sprinkle cookies, not these, but honey, there's princess. Dad! Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, See, I'll go get them. The thing is, I'm not gonna, like, let my kids do anything stupid like Coco Melon. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them the catered, that beautiful, like, you know, like, tangled, mm-hmm. you know, um... Snow Frozen, White. Snow White. I'm going to make them watch the original Snow White, Moana. I'm going to be like, yeah, they finally got brown people in there. They mm-hmm. they finally got people who weren't white. Isn't that crazy? And then I, I want to, I don't want them to forget the classics, but that, that's why I would be so fine with daughters. With with sons, you kind of have to just like accept that they're going to be like violent, like balls of rage from like yeah, age three I'd... to age seven. And then after that, they kind of figure out to stop doing that. Yeah. I'd rather want, I'd, I kind of want like a daughter first just because like, I don't know, bro. For some reason, anytime I think of like growing older, I'm always like, I'm going to get a daughter first. And it'll be like me, my wife, and my daughter. And it'll be like the funniest, like little fun, like joy family that we're never ever going to have in life. And so it's going to be like, 
And I don't know. I just I, I picture it. I think I think that the, the the scary thing though is that when daughters get older, the difficulty is when they're older. Because when they're younger, they're just normal people. But okay. when they're older, that's when all the evil of the world like can actually. And then at that point, I'm just like the. What you what you doing with my daughter, huh? What you doing, huh? See, you have you ever could... watched uh, Bad Boys? Yeah. And whenever like uh, what's his name, Shoot Martin or whatever, his uh, his his daughter has like a prom date or whatever, or, like a date, and so the guy comes over to his door, he rings the doorbell, like the kid, he's like, "Hi, Mr. Lawrence, I'm here to pick up your daughter for a prom." Who are you? Hey, hey, Mike, come look at this guy. And like, they all like walk up. He's like, who are you, bro? Who's this? And like, they start like playing with the guy. Yeah. I feel like Tristan I comes around the door and he's like, hey, look at this chum. And then he pulls out like a gun. Like, who the Fresh Who are you, bro? What's your meat. name? Like, huh? How are you trying to play taker, huh? Huh? I went back here at 10. 10, 10 to 1, you did. You know? See, you can do that for all of the problems that like have direct things like that you'll see. But especially as, like, the, de- the day and age changes, right? Dude, what if some guy is, like, asking your daughter for feed pics? You're not going to know about that. I'll, I'll do a take and be like, I will find you. You're not going to know. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like... Because I don't think you would be the kind of parent, respectfully, you're not going to be the kind of parent who checks your daughter's phone or your kid's not, phone. No. Like, maybe I wouldn't even then, do that. But, like, if, if, if something happens, I would, I would probably check more often. I don't know. Like, depending on the way the internet goes when we're older, I guess we'll have to. That's, that, that's yeah. what I know a lot of parents do now, and they're cool parents, too. They're not, like... Crazy yeah. overprotective. Or I'd like... Uh, but then they'll just learn to hide stuff on their... F- oh, dude, raising kids is so stressful. I, I, I I'm would, so scared of after they're older, what you do. So that I they don't hate you. I would try to keep on like the level of whatever they're... For example, like right now, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all that stuff, right? I would try to like just understand what in the world's out there in in case something does go down. Twick, TwickTube. Yeah, all like the weird stuff in like twenty years. I'm gonna say twenty years. We're gonna be a little. Ah, uh, yeah. For me, it's like I'm twenty. Eleven years, I think. Twelve years now. From now. Wait, most people say you should be getting married within by the time like you're like twenty four, twenty five. Especially my, like in our in our my culture. my mom is like twenty six or you're dead. So I'm like I have till twenty. Wait, hold on. That means you only got like a couple more years. Hold up. But I don't have to have kids. It's she just yeah, yeah, she, kids are different. And she's saying you can wait. She's just saying minimum you cannot get married before 26. Like, that's too young for me. Oh, wow. Mostly because she got married around, like, not 26. Yeah. I forget what. But, like, you know, so all of our parents are like, yeah, you don't, don't do not do that. <laughs> don't do that. We threw away a lot of our fun time. Um, and anyway, I don't blame like, them. I want to chill. But I like, also want kids, but I want to chill. You're going to have to see when you grow up what the, what the vibe was. Because, what, like, when we were growing up, feet pics weren't, like, a thing too much. Absolutely not. Or maybe they were, we just didn't know. Or that. Because we weren't part of that life, True. but, like, maybe... Well, actually, no, 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 hold on. You think people on AOL, before the internet yeah, existed... Yeah, on, messen- on, like, Messenger on were, like, Facebook? on their pager, and they were like, hey, can you, um, can you Morse code me a picture? I mean, to be fair, we were on Roblox asking for girlfriends. That's true. That's true. Dude, the internet is... Cr- the world is crazy, dude. Oh. I was like, hey, do you want to be my Roblox girlfriend? And then we get a kick, and then, like... Oh man, I didn't. I wasn't allowed kick. I love how much my parents regulated my stuff because I had a generally okay childhood. Other than having like watched horror movies, which I didn't actually watch, I saw it via the internet. I had a very like carefully curated but very nice like growing up. I didn't have anything too crazy happen. I I still had a lot of my childhood left over. I wasn't like growing up too quick. Bro, I don't even know. I was kind of thinking of like everything I went through on like Roblox. I was like, you had Roblox <laughs> adventures, huh? I had Roblox girlfriends, bro. I see my whole thing I'm really scared of is especially when your kids get older, when they're past that point where like they're sentient. I I don't know how we've done it. I think it's just like a really advanced form of Stockholm syndrome, but I don't hate my parents. 
but I do know a lot of the stuff that they do that I don't like. But that doesn't mean that I'm like my relationship is broken with them. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. Because I swear to God, they never changed for me. They never did anything nicer or like tried to be any different. They just stayed the it's, same and I got older. It's that weird relationship where like your parents will yell at you. You'll have a, an argument of some sort, whatever, like a, a, a something negative happens in, in y'all's relationship. And then 20 minutes later, hey, Asad, uh, I'm getting food from outside. Do you want anything? Yeah. It's just like a weird, like we don't deal with I was talking about this issues with, like that. Um, Priyana and a couple other people a couple days ago when I was like, you're, especially in our culture, right? Your parents can wrap you across the face, right? Yeah. You, but your instinct in your mind is not like, oh my God, my mom hit me. You're just like, I'm such a bad human being. Yeah. I, I wish like, my mother would my take My mother me hit me. I'm calling CPS. And we're like... You guys are getting paid to do this? <laughs> like my my when whenever not only when I got hit but when I got yelled at in general, my mind was never like mom, mom bad. You're bad. I was like, oh, I I also wasn't like so smart that I was like I'm good. Yeah, I was just like, there's a she's mad at me. I feel bad that she's mad at me. Now I want to make up for her. But I swear to God, oh, God. none of the kids these days feel like that. No. I don't know how I'm going to raise my kids and have to be strict with them when I need to. And and still have them like me because I want my kids to like me. But and then there's also like that gender role stuff of like, does the dad have to take the brunt of like not being liked so that the mom can have the closer relationship? You're never actually then... gonna be liked by your. Okay, no, no, back up, back up. I don't. Know. You're never gonna have more of a relationship than your wife will have with your kids, just because. I, I don't think so. I yeah, I mean... no, no way in hell, bro. Like mothers b- carry the child, birth the child, teach the child to grow up, how to wipe their butt. How to feed, how to eat, and everything. You're probably going to be at work if you're a working dad. And if not, even if you're both at home, both retired, raising a son or a daughter or whatever, you're going to, more likely the mother will, will deal with everything. I think that's that's just kind of because of the way our parents have done it and the way we think it's supposed to go. Okay, but, but I, my, I but think it will be completely different. also my sister, who's pregnant and about to have her second child. But she's living life like a very traditional way. Even uh, though she's kind much. of working on her own and she, her, her husband is also kind of, you know, half... Like, they're even right now. They're still on the track of living a more conservatively traditional life. I mean, she's right? more of like the modern type, though. How modern are we talking, though? Because uh, if... if I don't know how to explain If it. she cooks for her husband and he doesn't cook for her, then that's I mean, traditional. They could, like, they'd switch if they would want, but like... But who's mainly doing it? Mainly it's the woman. Because it's... That's, mean, not, yeah. that's traditional, then. Like, they, there's all these other things. Like... What I've seen, because because there are like now with like the millennial couples, yeah. where there's like those like dream parents where they're like both equal. It's right. kind of freaky sometimes too, seeing how it's like weird. even they are, but they're so equal. But the reason she cooks because he's always at like work. Exactly, but so, the thing is, especially in our generation, the women are also working now. So that means that the women yeah. and men both being at work, the kid. Well, that's also another problem. Then you're going to have like a nanny. That's another problem. Yeah, having a babysit. All the kids that I know that their parents both went to work, they have something going on. Like, yeah. They're cool, but they, they always are like, yeah, my, I kind of like I'm a little bit distant from my parents. And I was like, dang, dude, I, I'm so down to be a stay at home dad, dude. Bro, I just need my life to get together by the time I get to that point. In Egypt, when I, when I used to live there when I was younger, there was this family that like my siblings and I knew and everything. I don't know what their parents did. I don't, I don't remember. It's been like so long ago, but I just remember that they would, I don't know if it like their mother would do it or like a nanny or like a butler or something would, they would take them to like a gas station or 7-Eleven or McDonald's, get their lunch for their school before lunch, uh, before school started and they would go to school every single day because their parents are like too busy. Like, every single day. Yeah. And I'm like, at then I was like, that's the height of luxury because they love McDonald's. But like now that I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of like horrible parenting. 
I mean, it's also like out of necessity though. Like, what do you do? Do you let your kids starve or do you give them something at least? Or do you give up your life? Or also that. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, the whole idea when you're a parent is that your your life is now in service for another thing. Yeah, but they're working all the time. So I guess you aren't in that service. See, I guess you can, yeah, this problem gets like so complicated. It's hard to like target one thing. But as far as, like, what we were talking about earlier, I think that as long as, like, the parents, like, both know what their responsibilities are, you can balance the way your parents, your, your kids will see you in their eyes. But if you have a good cop, bad cop dynamic, then obviously something is going to get unbalanced. That is inherently an unbalanced relationship. Go ask your dad. <gasps> I have to ask my dad. See, that's the thing. <laughs> and I don't mean this to sound dramatic, but my life got derailed around high school. So all of those things kind of went away. Because I did have that same life. My dad would always be at work. My mom would always be at home. So yeah. I, it's not that I loved my mom more. It's just that I thought my mom was closer to me. You had a more, you're more connected to your mother. But my dad would be the one who I could do all my boy stuff with. And I would like mess around with him. But yeah. then after life got a little bit more complicated, things happened. Now I don't have anyone. Right. Same. Like I'm just independent, not even like independent, like as an adult, like I had to become independent in high school and, and yeah, you as well. So like. I don't have any, like, I think my mom is cool. I'm closer to my dad. Like, I don't have any of these things. I'm just like, you guys are both equal. And I mean, I don't yeah. want to talk to either of you. Because <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, uh, it's a call. <laughs> I can't bring up all the stuff I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, because, like, same. Because, like, my mom was the main person, like, while we were growing up. Because my dad, well, I used to work overseas. Mm-hmm. And he would come and visit, like, every, like, four months for, like, two weeks. And so it was kind of like dad is there every now and then we talk to him on skype and stuff like that or like we would try to do it every day but like you know sometimes it don't work connection whatever whatever so it was mainly mothers that made so that made the mother connection right the mother and child connection but then like i don't know i think we've talked about this a little bit yeah and I I, actually this makes me remember in psychology class what we learned was that there is no like one propensity for the kid and there's a couple other factors that actually dictate, especially when they're like early infancy, what they, who they gravitate towards. Like, for example, right, uh, a, 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 a dual male gay couple, right? They, it's, there's no women involved, but there will still be one person that people will prefer yeah. if you do the same dynamic of genders, right? Like the same responsibilities. And one of the actual like, key factors that they found was that physical touch, like actually just like holding the baby increased your like connection its connection to the owner or <laughs> the owner <laughs> increases yeah, yeah, connection to its parent like tenfold yeah. so basically the closer you held your baby to your chest and it, it could feel your heart something about the psychology of it feeling a, a similar beat in your heart and the body warmth it made it con- it's, you could switch it you could trick the baby into thinking you were someone else and then they also did it with monkeys and they found that it was the same. And then they also put human babies in monkeys' arms. And then they did the same thing. And they found that, that it was the same. What's that one thing from Twilight? You imprinted on my daughter. Yeah, imprinting on her daughter. Impr- yeah. Oh god, I remember that. Oh man, <laughs> that shoot, dude, that was a kid's book. That was a weird. Oh, that was a kid's thing. movie. I don't know why it just popped into my head. But yeah, like I, I confidently think that my wife in the future. I will like be constantly competing for my kids because I oh, 100%. I want them to love me so much. But at the same time, I know that I am going to have to probably do all the hard stuff. If you and Priya say you get married, right? Mm-hmm. 100% you're going to have to be like fighting against Priya. Yeah, but Priya's so cool too. So like it's fine. <laughs> if it was anybody less, then it would be a little bit more hard. But Priya's really like fine. So like there's no, there's no like worry there. 
But it's thi- going to be you versus her. But the all thing the time. is, we're both really soft-hearted people because I guess of the way we're growing up. So like, every time we're like, "Yeah, I'm probably going to hit my kids." Then we think about it for two more seconds, and we're like, "Oh, but I feel so bad. I feel so bad." No, no, 100. If I have to yell at my, I can't even. Ibrahim, I can't even yell at my students. They're not I'm even thinking, related to yeah, me. I'm thinking of like your relationship down the line if you two do get married. Remember like when that. me and Amar were fighting? I couldn't even like actually hurt him. I was like, guys, I can't do it. Yeah, we were like, I saw it. Put your arm. Yeah, I saw it. You guys were like, lock lift, him lift, down, and I was like, lift. I can't. I just can't do it because I didn't want to hurt him. And we I said, realized we that. sounded like those uh, the, the pigeons from New. Lift, lift, lift mine, your arm. Mine, lift. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that moment made me really realize. And then there have been so many other moments while tutoring where I'm like, I can't yell at you. Like I, I think of you so much more like like someone who I want to protect that I don't want to. But then I also know if my kid does something really annoying, that I might no, no. just pop off 100% on them. 100% what's going to happen is, <laughs> let's say you and Priya get married, for example, right? Mm-hmm. What happens is, like, you're going to, there's going to be an issue with your son, daughter, whatever, right? Person. With your child. Thing. Object. Property. Dog. And Cat. you're going to be, like, arguing, and then you're going to start getting your little livid self, and then maybe you hit them, maybe you yell at them really strongly, and they start crying, whatever, right? Later down down the line, maybe the same night, if you want, Priya and uh, said child, or whatever your significant other at that time, and said child are going to have the conversation, like, yeah, you know, dad had to, because, like, that is haram, and, like, all this mumble jumble, you know, whatever. She's going to be like, the, 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 ooh, ooh, I got you, don't worry about me, right? And then later on at night, right before you go to bed, because you and your significant other sleep in the same bed, you're going to be like, did I do the right thing? And she's going to be like, yes, or no, or... I think so. For this one, yeah, it was it was weird, but like I don't know. We'll do. Hopefully, this is the last time it happens. And you're gonna have those, but it's always gonna end up coming back. At- Hog W L O L. Hopefully, <laughs> it's the last time this happens. I don't know. Eighteen more years of living. Hopefully, it's the last time this. Happens. Something bad goes. What I'm trying to say is something bad it, goes yeah. wrong. Your significant other is gonna be there to save because mother's always best or whatever. And that thing <sighs> movie says. And then you're gonna end up with your little uwu heart and go to her and be like, "Did I do that wrongly? How did I?" Was I messed up? Is she okay in the end? Like, am I the bad person for hitting my child because she was a hoe? You know, all the type of things. I don't know. You're definitely right about that ending, though. I will sit in my bed and not go to sleep, and I'm going to be like, did I do the right thing? And then you're going to stay up all night while she's out I do that now. I do that now. And you're just going to be like, I'm a horrible father. Tomorrow I'm going to take her out to get an ice cream. Blah, blah, but blah, that's blah, the blah. thing. That's the thing. That's why you can't do that. That's exactly. why our parents were so effective. They can't show you love after they do that, or else you'll think they owe you something. Yeah. And then you're not going to take their thing seriously because you're going to be wanting them to apologize instead of the other way around. So then on top of that, you have to fake being ignorant. You have to fake being arrogant. You got to be like, yeah, dog, I punched you. You still got to apologize to me. I still yelled at you. You apologize to me. I am your mother. Do not say anything to me. I definitely think that I'm going to also do the rebounding, though. Like a lot of time I'm going to be like, hey, man, listen, you really pissed off your mom. You shouldn't have done that. Oh, 100%. It's going to be different, like a little, you, little bounce back. I, I'm on your side, man. Like I want to see things your way, but at the same time, dog, that was like. But that's that's gonna be different because you're gonna be the rebounder, if you want to call it that. Um, when things are gonna be heavily escalated due to mothers getting mad at children, or is it backwards? I'm just trying to say, like, whenever like it's gonna be, I just have to cover for her. She covers for me. That's how it works. But when mother gets mad over father and father doesn't get as mad does that mean something was 
worse or something wasn't as bad not necessarily i think because the the most effective way to raise your kids is as a couple you guys like obviously if you're not beating your children or doing anything illegal or you know you as a couple have to look at each other and know that you can't question each other in front of the kid you have to be on the same page and then afterward you guys can talk about it discuss change the plan but in the moment you guys have to be on the same page so the dad who's like sitting there with the newspaper looking at his wife being like you know oh she's about to you guys have to like know telepathically I'm going to let you do you. you I'm going to do me. Yeah, this will yeah. be okay. Well, what I'm trying to say is like, for example, like my parents, I can say, do something like I can joke with my mom or whatever. Like I'm sure some jokes I make with my mom are like, you know, technically you're not supposed to respectful your parents, whatever, but like she'll laugh at it or something. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad will get annoyed because like that's disrespectful. Right. But when you, her and I both know it's a joke or whatever. There's certain things where it'll piss off my mom, but not piss off my dad or vice versa. Right. 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 And so I'm thinking like, You'll be the rebound whenever something like strictly just pisses off your significant other, your wife. I don't know how to explain this. Hmm. You mean like if something I find sensitive, right, then she's going to have to cover for me and then vice versa, something she finds sensitive? Maybe not like sensitive, but like the art, the, the, the getting mad will be different. Yeah, I guess the levels of mad. Yeah, yeah. You, your parents will have different like temperaments, yeah. right? For different things, for different amounts of stuff, for different... So then it's going to be like, but I think parents, uh, never mind. I retract my, my redacted redacted. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I see what you were getting on to. I, cause I feel like sometimes like it's, it obviously depends on a parent, but if your mother gets mad, sometimes it's like very bad. Like you did something horrible. Or vice versa, if your daddy gets mad at you, something very bad happens. But I, I also just, I just can't find. I get what you're which saying. Which one you're gonna be? Okay, and again, this is you know based on traditional brown parenting. But if you're if you did bad in school, chances are your dad will yell at your you. Your dad more. will yell at you. And chan- and if you like broke something in the house, chances are your mom will yell at you more. The, the only reason I don't know which ones may be right, or like I guess there isn't really right, but because like like I said, like I grew up mainly with my mom. Mm-hmm. So everything, bro, everything bad goes through my mom. That's so I get pissed off at my grades, me being an idiot, me saying a bad word, me making a bad joke, whatever, well, right? It's yeah. all her, right? But like now that my dad like retired and he's come back home, like there's, it's more of like my dad getting annoyed at me than my mom is. Really? So I don't know, like, I don't know how to, which one it is, you know what I mean? Interesting. That's why I was going to say like, maybe you know, but then again, like, I don't know, maybe. Well, the way life is shooken out for me at this point, it's like, I, my parents can't question me. I don't know how to describe this. It's like I've I have I was a very like brunt-headed kid with how independent I wanted to be. So, like even if my parents said like, "Hey, come home at this time in the night," because I'm just so responsible, they know nothing bad will happen. So then they started relaxing. So, like like for example, right? Like my mom literally on Eid, she was like telling me what to wear, right? And I politely was like, "Ami, I'm a big boy." I will, I know what to wear. I can figure this out. And she was like, she literally got, excuse me? <laughs> and she started, she was about to go off, but she was also laughing a little bit. So I, 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 I can tell she was Did like. Did he just, a Mimi bro? Oh, yeah. Who, who, I gave birth to you, a little man. Oh, I held I cut that my stomach for nine I months. Cut the, I cut that off before it yeah, happened. For nine and I, and months. And I, and I saw that she was like, she could tell like. I am older, so she she was like, "Can I tell this to him?" But then she was like, she was like "I'm still I, gonna, I'm I still gonna tell where you. he's coming from." But like, yeah, really, so then I was bro? like, "No, mom, I'm gonna wear a coat." And I what I wore, she really really liked. Yeah, but it was like having to tell her that. So after doing that a lot, my parents don't really like do that anymore. Like they're not in my life anymore in the way that like they they tell me things. 
they're just more in my life as people who I have to like, like especially as I'm don't. I just have to actively go to them to spend time with them, and then I go back to doing my own thing. Yeah. As if I moved out, right? I have to choose to go to my dad's house. I have to choose to go to my mom's house, hang out with them, talk to them, do whatever, and then I just go back to doing my own thing. Yeah. Like I can't remember the. Actually, I can. Two days ago, my dad asked me how I was doing. Before that, I can't remember the last time he did. Yeah, the same thing for my mom. I look at every night. My parents would be watching TV together, and it was just my mom was like on her iPad doing whatever Sudoku, watching, playing a game, watching some random cooking video, whatever. Right? And I would walk downstairs, get water, and you've been inside my house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been inside my house. You know how like the kitchen like has an opening to the living room. Yeah. So sometimes like I'd walk through the kitchen, and then I like you know the, where the sink is or whatever. Like I just go and like stand there. Matt would be like, he'll say my name. He's like, oh, Brahim. I was like, yeah, hello. And like, I kind of that thing. It's like, hello. I, I acknowledge you. I see you. It's kind of like a what's up. But at the same time, it's like a, okay, hello. And then I would walk around the, the little island, whatever breakfast area place, whatever you want to call it. And I'd be like, yeah, I just finished homework right now upstairs. And uh, I did a quiz and I did my test. And, you know, on accounting, I got an idea. That would be kind of like the thing. But it's never like, hey. How's homework doing, bro? No, no tell absolutely. me more. What's going on with you? No, no, no. Even that, like, they will, some, at least for my parents, right? They will say, how are you? But they're not asking, like, hey, what's going on? Like, how are you? Yeah. What are you doing? It's just, like, surface level. Like, what did you do today? And are you... Are, are you alive? You, are you well? Are you alive? Any issues? Are you alive? So, like, and it's so weird because, like, some days, I'll do the same thing. I'll be cruising through the living room. And my mom will see me. But she'll be like, hey, Asad. She'll signal me over. And then she'll, like grab my head and then she'll put me down and then she'll kiss me on the forehead and then 90 percent of you the get time that? <laughs> and then 90 percent of the time nothing <laughs> my dad same thing my dad would just be like like watching tv and then he'd be like oh hey turns back around to the tv and i'm like oh okay yeah and then one percent of the time he'd be like hey i said like yeah hello like how are you doing and i'd be like oh. <laughs> <laughs> me like watch when i go home today like me? after like we're done and everything i'm gonna go home I'm gonna put up my keys like near my sink because there's a little keychain holder or whatever key holder, and then my dad's gonna be like, "Oh, like you uh, took a little bit longer today." I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> something happened. I'm gonna say some random like filler like sentence paragraphs. The chicken was spicy. Yeah, you know, and then they were like, "Okay, on the street. well, if you're hungry, there's food. Uh, we, there's food. Blah, blah blah. We made this and this. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom first, and I'll go and like disappear. <laughs> That's essentially it." See, the thing is, dads are so focused on making sure you have everything you need, right? They're the providers, and yeah. at least for our parents, right? So they don't ask you anything beyond literally your needs. They're like, hey, do you need socks? Cool. All right. But yeah, my, mom... dad, my dad went and started buying, like, the, the – so me and my brother, we usually buy, like, the two-pack of uh, Old Spice deodorant, right? Because mm-hmm. it's cheaper than, like, the one-pack, whatever. I don't know why we would do it. We just do it. So we usually buy two. And then my dad, I don't know if, if, it, if he did it by himself or like he started picking up that we do this. He would buy a bunch and then would say, oh, let me know if you guys need any because I have some. Don't go buy any. Oh, that's so sweet. And we're like, okay, sure. But like, why? What if I want to change up the smell? That's exactly what I, dude, my, again, that, that like utilitarian mindset, right? My dad would buy like the craziest amount of crap from Costco and I'm like, it's good. But the amount of bulk that he buys, it lasts like two years. I'm like, guys, I need you new know, toothpaste. You know how many eggs I, I have? need to eat a different toothpaste because I'm literally, my mouth feels numb in the morning. Do you know how many eggs I have in my, fridge, my outside fridge right now in my garage? Three dozen. I'll let you re- rechange them. Higher or lower? Higher. Oh, God. Uh, to f- five dozen. The other day, we can do the math in a second. The other day, 
And granted, we took a couple eggs from like some cartons, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Swapping them out. I hate doing that, by the, the way. The other day, need to. I counted. Ah, oh, shoot. What was it? 120 eggs. So it's like 10 Ten dozens. Yeah, and then every now and then, maybe my sister would be like, hey, y'all got eggs? I can come get some. Yeah, here you go. Wow. You need, we got jumbo eggs. You want jumbo eggs? Yeah, here you go. Hey, we have three things of ketchup for some odd reason. Do you want one? Why y'all hey, be needing so we many got, eggs? We got, I don't know. <laughs> That's the a thing. A lot I don't of know. eggs, bro. I eat a lot, especially during Ramadan. Egg is like the go-to. She, dude, I don't. We got like. Not that much you know egg. The, you know the Besmati rice bag? Yeah. It's a gigantic. We got like three of those for some reason. Wow. I don't know if my dad thinks the world's still ending from COVID. Wow, wow, wow. Granted, like during COVID, he had this thing. If yeah. you go up to our, we have an attic like upstairs, second floor, and then we have an attic in the garage where we don't use too much. If you go up in the attic in the garage, you'll find like four gigantic things of like toilet paper and like uh, paper towels. So while everyone in the world was uh, buying bamboo-looking so toilet paper for forty-five dollars a Cutting roll, cutting up their t-shirts, I'm upstairs. I can just walk upstairs, grab myself. A- I've gotten so weird with toilet paper that, like, usually whenever I used to share a bathroom with my sister, we would just grab like you know the pack has like nine toilet papers in it. We would just grab like three for each bathroom, separate all the toilets, right? Bro, now that my sister's gone, it's just me and my brother left. I take the whole nine pack, take it to my bathroom. I feel like a king. I I, love I put that. it under my sink, and I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna use you for the next six months. What I do because I know that my brothers don't like do the toilet by themselves is I will take the whole thing because yeah. I will replace mine for me and my brother because we share one. And then if my brother, or my other one needs one, he'll come to me anyway because he doesn't ever know where they are. So I'm like, shoot, dog. I'm the king of the toilet. Yeah, my paper. my brother was like, I owned this. My brother was like, "Do you still have uh, toilet paper under your sink?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get one." I'm like, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> See, and then moms are on the other side where they're, again, not necessarily overly emotional, but they will be like, "Um, you eat, you sleep, you're you doing okay. Your eyes are looking bad. Your your legs are looking are kind failing? of thick. Are you failing? Your ears are looking kind of sharp. Your cheeks are looking kind of thick. Are you have you been eating too much? Actually, hold on. Maybe you should eat less. Okay, you're looking a little. There's fat. a sin on that shirt. What are you doing? With are you thinking about getting married like- anytime soon? Anyway, you're going to the gym. By the way, yeah. Everybody keep it with your there's studies. A, there's a girl named uh, Sarah. I think she was very cute for you. And then again, just periods of nothing. Yeah. And then you're like, what? <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? And that's the weirdest part about being an adult. The gaps between all these times just keeps getting more and more and yeah. more spread apart. And it's so funny because I, I can see my parents sitting next to me not saying anything in car rides. And I know half of their brain is trying to figure out what do I talk about and then half of them is just like oh what did i eat for breakfast yeah, do i need to go groceries did i pay my taxes oh yeah fatima was calling me maybe i need to talk to jim again oh i need to work on that deal for the the bumper stick and this it's just like you can't read your parents i can't read my parents anymore they just don't make any yeah, sense I, don't, I can't read my dad but i can read my mom That's they just don't thing. make any sense anymore it's weird but that but then like I, I just always think like in a good and a bad way i guess how are we going to be as parents what are we going to do and I have absolutely I have no idea. No clue, bro. Man, because I'm strong, right? But what I had to go through to get strong? Yeah, yeah it's that build-up, bro. It's all about the, the, the villain arc. Right? Yeah, it's the, vil- it's the villain arc. <laughs> it's the, the, up until this age, I went through a villain arc, buddy. <laughs> like, like, look at Because, like, I'm the kind of kid who, if I saw my kid walking to the living room, I look at them. I like. I feel like it's. I'm, I imagined it while you were talking. I feel like it's warmth in my heart. I'd be like, "Hey, kid, one, freaking love you, man." No, I'd be like, "Hey, what you up to?" I'd be like, "Oh, I just finished a." Uh, I'm taking my test. Really? Did you fail? Do I need to like, call your mother? What are you doing? And it'll be like, you know, it'll be like that weird little relationship. And then eventually I'll have another kid and be like, screw you. I hate all my kids. <laughs> and, then I, and, then I was, and then I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking maybe we just feel like that because we haven't raised children yet. Maybe. Specifically, we haven't had one. Because once you have one and then you get tired of the BS like six, seven years in, 
Then after that, all the magic kind of goes away, and then you look at your kid in the kitchen, and you're like, oh, he's still here. It's like having me? a cat. That's what Cats I had are cat. amazing. You when don't had, ever have to do that. I had a cat, and her, uh, his name is Cookie, right? I had him for like almost a year or so. Cookie was like, the, it's like the, the, oh my God, we have a cat now. That whole like phase of like the first two months. You're like, I have a cat now. He's so cute. He sleeps on me sometimes. He does kind of rip up the, the carpet every now and then. I'm like, you know, it's fine. We'll deal with him right now. Then like later on down the year, you're like, cat, I see you. Hello. Did you eat today? You did eat today. <laughs> what kind of little tub cat? Do I need to clean your little box? I do. I haven't cleaned it in a week. Okay, time to go clean it. And then like you just walk up. That it's it's a living presence in your life, but then you're just like cat. See, I another thing we remember when we talked about this at Thomas's house when we were like getting real existential was we were like our parents to us we think their lives are like kind of like animated lists, like they're like static. Right. But we were saying to them, it's probably like all they ever wanted, ever needed. Yeah. So then I'm thinking like when I'm older, right, I'm not going to think like that. My life will always be like questioning everything, wanting to do the next thing, figuring out what's next. So when I imagine like how I'm going to interact with my kids, my mind will be so focused on them. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be fine by myself. Like I will need to have other things around me to make up the time. I'm not just going to sit. As a father, that the time same is going to be taken up. Well, also the society that we're leaning into is, it's not less, it's not necessarily like the same, it is still monotonous, but like some, if you get the right job, then you can earn a lot of money and not have to like tear your soul out, you know, like miss all of your kids' lives and have to sacrifice all your time. It's not going to, it's not like that anymore, really. Um, Especially as kids like us and the millennials and everything, they get into uh, those positions and then the things are changing like house dads are a thing now man imagine back in the day if you mentioned being a house dad dude that would be like the most You're disgraceful yeah life. but nowadays people are like shoot dog my woman want to work she, yeah hell she making, yeah she making six figures up hell Mr. Clean. Yeah, dude i will back you i am down i'm honestly down once i have like enough um capital saved up net worth right i'm uh, i'm chilling for my kids I, I did whatever i could to help my wife financials math you have to do all that to just you know, vibe, you know, like do my art, do all the stuff that I didn't want to get my degree for yeah. <laughs> and just do that at home while I, while I raise my kids. Um, but what then again, gonna, I wouldn't also mind working. Like I'd love to go do stuff. What are you going to have your kids call you? That's a good question. Now that daddy's out of the way. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, daddy was never Father. A, an option. So I call my dad Abu, mm-hmm. which means dad. And then I also call So like, as I got older and I got more chill with my dad, I started calling him pops. Oh yeah. So like, hey pops, what's up? Right, because I, my my parents tell me this a lot. I let a lot of the slang that we we used, and I seep it into the way I talk to them. So they're always like, "Why do you talk to me like I'm some bro of yours?" And I'm like, <laughs> you know, bro, my mom hates when I when I, I do don't that. know. I'm like, hey man, what's good? I'm like, hey mom, how are you doing? And she's like, my mom be like, I'm not your friend. Excuse me, I'm your mother. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I right, dog. There be used like to be that. a dog champ. Well. <laughs> Hello. There used to be like a like a little phase before my dad retired fully, where I used to call my mom by her first name. Oh, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'll put like, I'll put like Mama before it, which is like Arabic for mom or whatever. I put like Mama before, it, but I would always like in the middle of like her friend groups or like if she's not listening to me, I like be like, Hey, Ma, Hey, Hello, and like and I'll say her name. Oh, like that? Yes. And then like I'll I've say also her done name. that. And like all of her friends would laugh, be like that's actually really funny. And I'm like, sometimes she doesn't. 
Listen, you know how many mamas are sitting in this group, bro? You need to and know. your son is like, you I don't know, know which mom. Okay, so like now I say mom. That's what. But then when safe. you see when you when you say her name, you just hear her, the, her like neck grinding as she she's turns like, to you. She's like, I will slap "What did you say?" And she thought it was like funny for a little while, and then my dad, whenever like he retired, he was like, "That's very disrespectful to your mother. Don't call her by her first name." Yeah, I'm like, okay, there goes the joke. So I my I call my dad Abu. I call him pops. My mom, I call like a bunch of stuff. I call her Ami, Mama. Amma John. Uh, Amma John. Amma John. Um, I don't know why I know that. Mummy. Uh, mummy. Okay, so all of them have different uses, though. Mummy is like my abu. That's the standard. Mummy is like if I'm, my mom's mad at me. So, like, mummy, please. Or if she's like calling me to come to the city, like, okay, Amma. Amma. Ara, I'm coming. Um, but Ami is the standard. Yeah. So when I get older, I'm kind of thinking. So a lot of other Indian Desi families, right? They say Papa. But mm. it's not it's not Papa. It's, hey, it's Papa. Pa- it's Papa. I love it when you call Like, you know how, Papa. like, you know, y'all say Baba? Mm-hmm. It's like that. But yeah. Papa. And then, but I'm thinking that kind of sounds corny. Like, it kind of sounds lame. So I don't know. I think I might just like stick Papa with... Papa just sounds like a... Like a like stick a, with Abu. Like an, like an older, like a grandfather. I don't know, though. Because a grandfather we also have names for. So it's not... You don't say uh, Papa. You, you say Nana. Or Nani. Or Dada Dadi. Mm-hmm. Cha 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 So like there's there's words you, you can't say papa. Dando, dando. Uh, uh, unless they have like some weird nickname like you know how kids do when they can't pronounce names so they're just like Binga Bonga. Yeah. Binga Bonga. Hey. It's me your grandfather Binga Bonga. Binga Bonga. Dude actually I would totally do that if my <laughs> grandkids were like hey you're Binga Bonga. I'd be like shit no say less. <laughs> say less. Uh yeah. What about you? What, what, are, what are you gonna. I think I gotta. I'm sticking with like the normal Baba Mama thing just because yeah. like. In Arabic that's all we actually say. Is there nothing else? No, bro. How do y'all talk about your grandparents and extended family? Uh, for like grandfather, it's like jiddo, and for grandmother, it's like uh, tete. I've heard tete. So, is there a difference between your mom and your dad's side? Like, do you have different names? We have like the aunts and uncles, but we don't have like the different in grandfathers. Mm. Yeah, because Nana is granddad from your mom, and Dada is granddad from your dad's. So, so and so forth. Mamu is your mom's brother, and uh. Khala, Khalu, Khalu is your dad's brother. Yeah, Khalu is, for us, Khalu is your mother's brother. Oh. And Khale is your mother's, or I guess like, yeah, your mother's sister. And then Ammo is the uh, the the dad's brother, and Amme is the dad's sister. Whoa. Because yeah, in, in Bangla, actually, Ammo means mom. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of trippy. There's a lot of these words that it's are kind of really funny because like, um, I'd have to like if there's like multiple like at our like family things. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Amme, can you pass me that real quick? Hey, uh, Amme, shoot, uh, Amme, <laughs> uh, le, no, uh, uh, it's, uh the n- 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 the refrigerator, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, the refrigerator, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, uh, yes, mama, okay, basima, okay, bye. See, I think. So I do this, I do this like, look, you, you definitely know it, where like, if people say something that I find bizarre, I'll just go, huh? I like squint and I'll just kind of smile like, what? The face that's like, uh, oh, this milk's spoiled. But if it's to like a kid or somebody who I'm like, I'm not necessarily mad at them, but I wanted them to feel a little bit like scared about what they just said. I won't smile. I'll just go, like my eyebrows will go up. I'll squint. I'll be like, oh, my lips will be down. So I do that to my students all the time to the point where now my students will do it before I do it because they know that I'm going to do it. They know, Like, for example, whenever my students are using the marker on the bo- on the whiteboard and they make the yeah noise, 
they know I hate that. So when they turn around and I'm already making that face, they're looking at me with that. Face. They're already free, free firing, bro. So if if my kids called me by my first name, I'd be like, <laughs> like looking at them, just trying to make them feel bad. Is it is it seven? <laughs> like with that face, uh, like, oh, try again. Yeah, no. you might want to rethink that one. Real you know the you know the 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 stank milk face. Like the like the, the stinky milk, milk face. face. It's a funny thing. It's like this, it's like the milk expired or spoiled. <laughs> oh, so you I drink here, like you're talking about. Oh. whatever, like but yeah, yeah like the, the, the like the some someone's rapping really hard, and you're like, dun 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 dun, dun, dun your face is like, oh, this milk expired, bro. Yeah, yeah. Last April, dang. Bro. Yeah, I see, I see, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that that's the fire one. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. See, like I don't know if my my name is so cool. I love my name, but I'm, but like, you know, when you become a parent, you're kind of, your name disappears. So I'm like, I'm kind of like, yeah, do I want them to like mix it? Like uh, Abu Asad or like, you know, something like that. Yeah. But Abu Asad means father of Asad. Which is DJ Khaled. Which is DJ Khaled. Um, so it, would, it wouldn't really make sense. So uh, I, I guess I would say. Have your son, have your uh, kids call you uh, DJ Khaled. What's the opposite? What's the opposite? What, Talib or. Talib is student. I think trying to think of like old, like. Urdu Arabic stuff like what? What do you? What does? What do you? What? Abu Abu Mehdi. I'd be Abu Mehdi, because that's my dad's name. Yeah, no, 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 wait, wait, no, no. no that's sorry, sorry, sorry. Your son of father's dad. Son of Mehdi. What's that? What's uh, that? Ibn Mehdi. Ibn Mehdi. So, they, but that doesn't sound right. Your kids don't call you Ibn Mehdi, bro. That's like a title. Hey, like hey, a... Ibn Mehdi. Come, come. I have a question. Yeah, Baba. that doesn't make come. sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think Abu Abu would just be fine. Bro, have you thought of uh, kids' names? I have thought of so many variations of kids' names. How many kids I'd have, letter, like, uh, alliteration, how to separate them, white names, not white names, super brown names, like, gender, everything, non-gender. I was thought of everything. But at the end of the day, I think too much about it. So then I just, like, put my hand on my shoulder. I'm like, Stop. I've only thought of one name, and I'm sticking to that one name, and I is figured like out it's Halal. the darkness one the or Anubis something? one? Anubis. <sighs> bro, Anubis is fire, bro. I feel like it's going to be cringe, though. It's going to be cringe because it's like, it is like a, the name of an Egyptian god, and it's like, yeah, you think that's it's my trying problem? to be edgy. and That's not my problem. That's my son's problem. What are you going to call him, though? You're going to be like, hey, Anubis, yeah, come downstairs for dinner. Anubis, it just doesn't even come downstairs. Sound, it doesn't even sound right. What did I find under your bed? <laughs> Anubis, have you been talking to that girl? Huh, Anubis? Anubis. Can you imagine, like, this is if I gotta get back to the birds and the bees. Can you imagine, like, being in bed and, like, saying Anubis? Anubis. <laughs> Why do you do that? But, like, in Arabic, it's, like, Anubis. And then in English, it's Anubis. I feel like I feel like what would be cooler is if you call them, like, Anu. Right? But that's Daisy. That's, that's Daisy. That's, that's not a thing, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you could cut off It also the... sounds a little more, like... Anubi? Nah. Anubis? Bis. No, bis. Bis, bis. No, bis in Egyptian is cat. What? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shaif al bis, you see that cat? Ah, interesting. Shaif al bis, yeah. In uh, in uh, Urdu is Billy. We also have in Syrian, it's Utta. Utta. Kut. in like formal Arabic. So if you ask Amar, he'll be like Kut. Kutta bin Talib. Cat of students. Cat of students. <laughs> Okay, there you go. That's your title. <laughs> 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 bro. But we already had like Eid al uh, uh, Prince Al Eid, so like too many, too many Middle Eastern Arabs. Air- 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 we gotta wait. We gotta wait until next Eid, bro. Bro, if we titled this "The Birds and the Bees," would that be two on the nose? <laughs> that's true, bro. That's another think, one. I was thinking about that while we were talking. I was like, "Birds and bees," or like bolts and nuts and bees and bolts, bees and nuts, bees and bees and bolts and nuts and birds. 
I don't know. We can we, we can talk about this in post. We can talk about this later. Anyway, I'm, we can talk I'm, about this in post. If I keep talking, it's gonna get weirder. Okay, I'm done. Well, yeah. Par- parenting is like a rabbit hole that is just as um, cavernous as uh, college depression. So <laughs> we can go on and on and on and on. Will you beat your child? Find out next week. Whenever I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's like we talked about that. We talked about there's like a di- there's like a difference between beating your kids, which is like you know very bad. But then, like, spanking your kids. That's a technical definition. Spanking just doesn't sound like... It doesn't because that's it doesn't have the power of the word. Yeah. But the difference between one is one is you do it for no reason with no real, like, need to teach something. And you're doing it very hard. You're not actually... It's like there's a difference between doing a little, a little tap that they find painful versus doing something you know will hurt a grown man. And so when we were, like, doing, like, our, like, discussion thing with the class... And I, you know, different cultures, I don't, I don't expect anything. I, I'm open-minded. But all of the kids were like, dude, spanking is so wrong. Spanking is, so, and then me and this other Mexican kid and then this other Indian kid, we were like, nah. It's like. Some of you haven't gotten, no, haven't gotten spanked and it really shows. Oh, no, they were like, dude, that's horrible. And then even the, there was this white girl who was like, it's not that, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. I mean, like, you just kind of get smacked and then you know that you did something wrong. Like, for example, if my kid bit me, I'd freaking deck them, bro. I'd deck them. That's what I was thinking. I was like there's a there's a theory right like especially when you have puppies or like um more domestic dog like dogs are a good example yeah they learn from their mom their mom will smack them on the nose in order to teach them like hey you shouldn't bite your sister or you shouldn't do that you don't do this don't do that and then eventually they learn right so that's kind of the process like your kid will do something stupid and you just punt them across the room and then they get up and they're like okay yeah, 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 I'm, not, kick your child. I'm not doing that again yeah <laughs> because i mean you know especially when you're younger right they will pull your hair and not care bro they will vomit on you and they will not care. So like you gotta show them what's up, man. You gotta show I them am the captain now. Like, like what I what I've seen a lot of Asian parents do is they flick their kids on the forehead. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's pretty goaded. It's pretty good. You don't need to raise your fingers, you don't need to backhand, nothing. You just put your fingers like this and, and you don't even need to touch them. Just put your fingers in a curled position in front of their forehead and they're like <laughs> Get through the sh- Bro, the scariest thing my mom's ever done was like she was about to like hit me. Like spank or whatever you want to call it. I, I still want to say beat. You say whatever you want to say. We know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. My, my we don't need gonna, to defend ourselves from anyone else. My mom was going to beat me once. And usually it's like, you know, like the instant hit or like she already has her shoe. She'll beat. Bro, she told me, go get my shoe <laughs> right now. So you have to Ooh. walk walk to the garage, grab the shoe or wherever the shoe is, and walk back to your mother. Hand her the shoe. She takes from you. Smack. Dude, one time, again, please, yo, don't flip. It's not that crazy. One time, okay, so your dad's usually the one with the belt, right? It just right. makes sense. But my mom, I don't know from where she, she's freaking spawned it, bro. But she got the belt and she'd like, she like wrapped it so that it wasn't long. It was just like a little like, you know, eight, eight looking thing. And she freaking decked me in the side of the back. And I don't know how she did it, but it left a mark. And I was like, oh, bro. so every day that week, I was just like, I can never do that again, dude. I can't run fast enough. She's just too quick. Yeah. No, the, Jesus, too quick. <laughs> the worst one I've ever gotten, like the worst like hitting I've ever gotten from my mom was an open back, back, uh, an open hand, like palm, whatever you want to call it, on my neck. But it was like the sound of thunder cracked. And then later on, I don't know how she, she hit me flat, like flat handed. And until now, she doesn't believe that she did this. But I think my sister like was there whenever I got beaten or whatever. I got literally, beaten. whenever I got beaten. I I remember this vividly. It was in the old house. It was downstairs in front of the bathroom. The bathroom door was closed. And I was looking at the front door. And she hit me in the back of my neck. And it was just a whole thing. And I started bleeding from my neck. 
No way. That's why I know. I'm not going to lie about bleeding, bro. This is the weirdest thing. She hit me open-handed and somehow started bleeding. Why would I make that up? Mm. And so, like, I would, like, go to class, like school the next day. And, like, one of my friends is like, why is, your, why is there dried blood on your neck? And I'm like, oh, I just I just ran into a tree. And the, the tree branch, like, ripped my skin or something. Wow. What, a, what, a, what a good cover. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, it was, like, <laughs> a random. I, don't, I was like. I think I've done something like, like that. A, like a high five, like that but it broke like the skin on my neck or something and then i just started started bleeding you know something okay not parentally connected but something like that happened to me i was at the barber and they were doing the haircut cleaning up the neck and then i get home and then i look at my shirt and i'm like something smells like metal and i see that my neck has been like bleeding down my shirt into my back and i'm like i did not notice this my mom like she got so mad. She called like the barber and she was like, yo, you guys made my kid bleed. And I was just sitting there like, he, my neck is bleeding. Mm-hmm. And then my mom cleaned it up and I was like, I have a scar on the back of my neck. That's pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm definitely get a girlfriend now. <laughs> there we go. I got a scar on my knee because I fell off a scooter once. Or like I cut my knee. And this was like when we started uh, filling up our pool, like during the, our, when we first moved to our new house. And it was so weird because <laughs> I don't know why, but my parents were like, don't go in the water right now. I saw a bunch of chemicals and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, like, what is the chemicals going to do? Is it going to burn my hand or something? She goes, no, but like, if you have a, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like if you have like a cut or a scar on your, on like a, an open wound, like you do, it'll leave a mark. So it'll leave a scar. And I was like, <laughs> middle school me with a scar. I bit my whole knee in the pool. Came back out <laughs> five years later. I still have the scar. I don't even know if I. I don't know if I, it's too dark in here for me to see if I still have it. I think. I think it's because you get a chemical burn. Something like that. Yeah, it was just really weird. So it's, I like, was it, like, it's really strong and stays. Yeah, I was like, because yeah, if that was just straight chlorine, yeah, then yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna burn. Yeah, but I don't know. It was kind of funny. I was like, I was like, don't do it. You're gonna leave, leave a scar, and I'm like. <sighs> dip my knee in there. We should talk about childhood injuries. That would be such a funny episode. Shoot. I have so many. I've gotten hurt so many times. You need to tell the story about how you guys tried to jump that fence one time and just like broke the fence and fell over. Oh, hey, that's not a money anymore. We don't talk about illegal things. I, I, one <laughs> time, one time I saw this like bee that was floating in the pool and I was like, oh my God, this bee. It's struck me. So I picked it up. I like dried it off in my hands and I was like, shoot, it's dead. So I was like holding it. And then as I was walking back outside to like toss it in the bush or something, it came to life and stung me. And then it died. But because of the way I was holding it in my hand, it couldn't escape and the stinger was stuck. So then I looked at it and I was like, you little bee, I just tried to save you. You were going to die and you hurt me. So then I picked it up. I ripped the stinger out and I freaking smacked that bee across the pond. And I was like, see you later, sucker. <laughs> oh, man, I was such a fiend. And that's how we end the birds and the bees. By killing the bees. By destroying the bees. And shooting the birds because the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Shoot the birds. Nobody cares about the bees, and the turtles will figure themselves out. Yeah, the turtles need just a little like a drink with the with their all the water. They need a straw. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I hope you. Thank uh, you guys for listening to the podcast. I don't know what you guys thought about this. I don't know. I don't even know what we're gonna title this. It's gonna be an interesting one to brainstorm. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, hope y'all have a great day. Okay, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Okay.